everyone, and welcome to the Literacy Ladies podcast. We are in the month of October here, and we just want to wish everyone a happy Halloween. As you know, in schools, we do a lot of things in October for fall and the harvest, so we just want to wish everyone a happy Halloween. My name's Michelle Witko. I'm your Literacy Lady. I'm a language arts consultant for the Danbury Public Schools, and I also have our other Literacy Lady, Dr. Darla Shaw. Hi, Darla. Hi there, Michelle. It's so good to be back with you again. I know. And on this uh, Hallow's Eve, it kind of feels like. And are you getting ready for your spooky reading night? I am so ready. I am Dorothy at the Wizard of Oz, something literary. Oh, wow. That'll be so great. The kids will love that. Well, actually, at my school in Danbury, we do a harvest festival with a hayride and some other stories. But we do more of like fall festival activities. So I think that's good. The variety is wonderful. Right. Something to look forward to. Right. So we'd like to welcome all of our listeners and today we're going to be talking about some literacy activities that you can do throughout the year and in and out of your classroom. Uh, Dr. Shaw is going to share with us some of her ideas so we can learn about those. So Dr. Shaw, what should we start out with today? Um, Well, I have my students uh, do backpack projects because I think this is wonderful because it involves the parents. And the backpack comes home and it has books on a particular topic. It has a journal. It has an arts and crafts project. And then note cards so the parents can write back. And every night the backpack goes home with a different student. And actually, I met 35 years ago the woman who won an award for the Bear in the Backpack program. And at that time, it was revolutionary that you would send this teddy bear in a backpack with three or four books to read to your child, and then to do bear arts and crafts, and then to do a little bit of writing or a little worksheet and then to write a note back and the kids loved it. And since then you can send anything home in a backpack and the parents love it. Oh, wow. That's a great activity. And if you're thinking about that for kindergarten or first grade, that's another great idea. Even if the kids can draw pictures on a piece of primary paper with one or two lines, they can read to their friend or the parents can read the book with them and their friend. Something else that's um, becoming more popular with um, technology is taking pictures. You can have your bear in a backpack project. I've actually had a gorilla from the Bronx Zoo. Um, One of those come home, uh, come back and forth from school so parents and kids can read to them. So another idea, and it's totally appropriate for first grade and for kindergarten, is to also incorporate a picture, maybe the student reading, so we have a little model of what good reading looks like in kindergarten and first grade. What a great idea. And we can even do that in the upper grades too. And it also teaches responsibility because they have to come back with some of the arts and crafts products for somebody else to use. They have to be responsible, bring it back, and report to the class that sharing out of what they did with the bear is a very important component. 
Oh, yeah. And I like how the parents get involved, too. Right. That's right. nice. Good. What's another project that we could do to go to have, bring literacy to and from the classroom? Oh, my goodness. This has been around for probably 25, 30 years as well, is good old Flat Stanley. I don't think there's too many families that haven't met Flat. But actually, the book about Flat Stanley was written in 1950. It's about this boy um, who is a normal boy until his bulletin board uh, in his bedroom falls on him. He's flat. They can't find a cure. He has all these adventures. So some very clever person said, why don't we send the story along with the cutout of Flat Stanley all around to our friends and neighbors, people in the community, people in other countries. Let's see what kind of experiences he can have. And they can take pictures with him and they can write stories about him. They can keep a journal. Well, this has caught on. It is just amazing. And then they write letters to the firemen, to the mayor. They write letters to famous people. You know, Oprah, Rosie O'Donnell, their secretaries all write and send back that type of thing. And then the classroom has a huge map and they put a mark where all of these letters come from and they talk about it and they display the wonderful pictures of Flat Stanley all around. And there's so many skills involved in this because they have to learn how to write a letter. They have to communicate uh, with people. They have to, again, bring it back and share. They have to find the location on the map. They have to decide people who they're going to write to and the addresses. And it's just a project that just students look so forward to. Great. And I like how you connected it to um, social studies. And when we think about kindergarten and first grade, um, some of the social studies standards that we tend to uh, focus on is being a good citizen and also some map skills, looking at the United States of America, talking about different continents. So I really like how you brought social studies into Flat Stanley, too, where they can use the map. Yeah, and I also tell my students, it doesn't have to be the Flat Stanley book. You can take any book at all, and you can take a character from that book, and you can send that character around in a cutout with a letter, and then you're making it your own. So these are just two, some ideas, two of them to just start with, and then really be as creative as you can. And even if you ask your own students, you don't come up with the ideas. They will come up with who they should communicate through as an individual character in a book. Wow, great ideas. Something else that I want to talk about, more appropriate for kindergarten, maybe some first graders, um, would be the Dr. Seuss books. One way you could have Dr. Seuss be an at-home project and bring him into school is having the students read the Dr. Seuss books with their parents at home and taking a picture and then sometimes making a little bulletin board or something where the class could share what parents thought about Dr. Seuss. Some of our parents, since he's been around so long, have read Dr. Seuss when they were little and can share stories. So one way you can do this with kindergarten and with Dr. Seuss books is have a little bit 
baggie of books that get to go home to parents and parents and kids read the Dr. Seuss books. And then the parents can write a little something that they know about Dr. Seuss or that they like. When I've done this project with other, um, with staff members across the city, uh, usually the parents will say when they read that first Dr. Seuss book. And uh, we have a lot of good parent and student communication through this type of project. Have you ever done anything with Dr. Seuss? Oh, but I usually save it for Dr. Seuss's birthday in March. But anything that involves reading, writing, speaking, and listening with any book at all, that's what we're all about. Right, right. And I like that. Yeah, this might be a nice project to do February and March, right before his birthday. Right. Uh, The last project I just thought I wanted to talk about is we have Veterans Day coming up. And I think uh, students should learn to do authentic projects and actually write letters to veterans and actually send these letters. In the newspapers, you will find the addresses of veterans in the area. You don't have to know them, but you can teach your students how you can write a letter, a beautiful letter to people that you've never met and how you will touch that person's heart. Wow, that's a great idea, Dr. Shaw. Uh, For Veterans Day, that is an important holiday, and uh, letter writing to our veterans is very important for kindergarten and first grade. They can write about um, things that they're thankful for that the veterans helped them with. Of course, it may not be appropriate saying what the veterans did in World War II or in Vietnam, but something you could share with your kindergarten students or your first grade students is that we can thank our veterans for our freedom, for our choices, for a lot of the things that we're allowed to do here and the laws that they protect for us and the freedoms that they protect. So that's a nice way to write a letter. And once again, in kindergarten, you may write it as a class or in first grade, you may have um, some helpers kind of help you write it as you draw some pictures. Um, But you stick to the big ideas of freedom and thanking them for their service and maybe that they hope um, that they can help veterans when they grow up, maybe like a future aspiration that they have. Um, but a great project to do right now at the end of October and sure. beginning of November. Yeah, what a time. great idea. We'd love to hear your projects and we'd love to get some feedback on our Literacy Lady podcast. So if you're students of WestCon, you can contact Dr. Shaw or if you're teachers in Danbury, you can contact me, Michelle Witko. We want to wish you a very happy Halloween and a happy Veterans Day. And we hope that you will listen in soon. Thank you and goodbye.